Hi, this is Pastor Joplin Emerson inviting you to join us in our 2022 trip to Israel. If you've ever wanted to see the places that you read about in the scriptures, walk where Jesus walked, see the Sea of Galilee where Jesus called his disciples, the very sea that the Lord walked upon. Maybe see Mount Carmel where Elijah called down fire in his showdown with all the prophets of Baal and so much more. We're gonna to be touring the Holy Land in March of 2022, and we would love to have you join us. Registration is open now, and you can find all the information you need to know about the trip, including our itinerary and all the details of our day-to-day -day activities there at our website, joplinandandrea.com. We would absolutely love to have you join us. If you have any questions about the trip, please reach out and contact us. We'd love the opportunity to help in any way that we can we hope you can join us in our trip to the Holy Land. God bless. Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast show where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. I'm Joplin here with my wife and lovely co-host Andrea. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. We have a great lineup. Joplin is going to discuss our new president of the United States, Joe Biden. We're going to talk about the ama amazing invention of heated seats. Joplin's going to answer the question, do I need to be rebaptized? And we're going to talk about eating with lizards. <laughs> eating with lizards. Okay, eating yeah, that's going to be fun. That's right. All right. <laughs> Welcome to today's show. Joplin, what would you like to say about our new president? Well, I've been thinking the last couple of weeks about commenting on just our country, our new president. I wanted to get through the inauguration day and just let everything kind of work itself out before doing so. And first thing I want to say is congratulations to yes. uh, Joe Biden and uh, welcome to the United States presidency. We're praying for our president just as we yeah. have all of our previous presidents. Um, and, you know, I think about our nation. I, I actually had somebody send me a, a message on Inauguration Day and... Um, without going into all the details of what the message was about, all that I simply said was, our president isn't quite as powerful as what everybody thinks. And um, the truth is that we've got, you know, uh, four branches of government that kind of keep everything in balance. So we've got the Congress, we've got the Senate, we've got the Supreme Court, and then, you know, the White House. And um, that White House is only one branch. And while we are polling for every president to be a good president and lead this country uh, in the way that God would have it to go, we recognize that regardless of who is there, um, there are checks and balances that make this country the greatest country in the world. I remember when you know Donald Trump won and a bunch of evangelicals um, kind of jumped on the Trump train which, full disclosure, I voted for Trump both years. Um, so just hear me out here. But a bunch of evangelicals jumped on the Trump train and acted as if somehow he was going to change the country. And the divisiveness, the hatred, the rhetoric, um, the sinfulness of this country did not change a bit. 
when Trump was president. Yeah. And I will say this, I don't think it's Trump's fault, but I think that we as Christians uh, have to recognize that kind of the power we've placed on the president is absurd. It's not a reality. I remember when Obama was president, uh, President Barack Obama, and you know the world was going to cave in and we are going to become a nation of Sharia law with some of the extreme rhetoric. And one of the things I hope that happens is that the American people on the left and the right are smart enough. And I don't, I don't mean to be mean-spirited here, but I don't know that they ever will be. And you look at the last six months, and Americans are, are not that intelligent when it comes to being able to see through the propaganda on both sides. You know, I'll speak to the, to the side on the right. It's kind of where uh, we tend to fall uh, politically and ideo- uh, you know, ideologically. But, man, some of the Kool-Aid I saw people drinking this last six months on the right, uh, I mean, I would come home sometimes and just tell Andrea, like, the conversation I just had feels like I just exited Twilight Zone. I can't believe a real human being told me those things. Yeah. Some of the conspiracy theories people believed all the way up to the very end, you know, that uh, there's this great big plan and supposedly a bunch of stuff's going to be exposed and Trump's still going to be president. and. I kind of hope that at least on the right, uh, people are willing to see that you were duped. And not just duped, lied to. And at what point will you quit trusting the very people who have been lying to you about a lot of this conspiracy stuff? Uh, The same thing happens on the left. And I just, I've watched America be all whipped up and angry and mad and hated at each other. And the worst part about it all is this based upon lies. None of it's really true. This is the greatest country on the planet. We have a system of checks and balances that made us the greatest country on the planet. And we will continue to be, in my opinion, the greatest country on the planet. And, uh, you know, uh, I was thinking about our president. Listen to this. He's the 46th president. 46th president. There will be a 47th. And if the Lord doesn't return and time tarries a 48th and a 49th and a 50th because this great country presses on. And so um, I think about our nation. You know, I, our nation does is torn. Uh, there's a part of me that's a little bit hopeful, uh, probably foolishly hopeful. But there's a part of me that's a little bit hopeful that um, somehow we start to move towards a little bit less of hateful speech towards one another that we tone down the rhetoric and i'll tell you brothers and sisters a lot of it it comes to us being willing to tune out quit reading quit listening to quit watching the sources of this stuff because at the end of the day when people quit watching and keep people quit reading um either the news companies fail or they have to change what they're reporting so that they can get viewers it really does come down to that I've got a friend that's in, um, mar- uh, not marketing, but uh, the news. Um, he's a writer, journalism, yeah. And uh, he had written a little piece on this that at the end of the day, uh, jur- you know, news companies are simply going to produce news that people are tuning into. Mm-hmm. And if we want it to stop, you got to quit tuning into the garbage. 
Yeah. So, what do you got? Well, that was just actually the one big thing that kind of warps my mind more than anything is just stop tuning into media because there are so many conflicting things everywhere. I mean, who really knows what is accurate and what isn't accurate um, on every single news station. And so I just would say, you know, for myself, I've just quit tuning into all of it because everything conflicts itself and so just find time to seek the lord about it and ask him to guide really that's what helps keep us peaceful and that's what helps keep our minds set on just staying the task of life instead of wrapped up in all these things we actually don't know yeah yeah and i don't i I seriously don't think i'm a person with my head stuck in the sand um but that said the, the problem is, it's much like the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been told now for literally 12, 14, 16 years that because of the president, you know, like every single election is the most important one ever. And if the other guy wins, the world's going to collapse. Our children are going to starve. The You know, the, the world around us is going to put us in cages. And it's like none of this ever, ever happens. And when I look back over the last 12, 16 years of our lives, whoever's been in the White House has had almost zero impact on what we do every day, the type of money that we make, our ability to feed our kids, the joy we have in our home, our ability to be impactful human beings in our communities. And, you know, I just pray that somehow the church wakes up to that. You know, we got to recognize, and I want to move to the church, kind of speak to the church concerning our new president. Uh, we got to recognize that the president of the United States, no matter who he is, was never meant to be the savior of the church. There's only one who's that, and that's Jesus Christ. Yeah. And our mission is to be preaching Jesus and um, preaching the truth. We do have a, a responsibility to speak up against that which is evil, mm-hmm. even when that which is evil is happening in the government. And to that degree, I think the church does have a voice in politics simply the voice that speaks out against what is evil and wicked. Um, So, you know, I'm not necessarily anti-political, but I just recognize that biblically our hope was never placed in humans and people and governments. Um, Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. And he said, my kingdom operates differently than the world. My kingdom's one basically of the, the last is first. And if you want to be great, you got to, you know, humble yourself and be a servant of all. And I pray that somehow the church, we can kind of get back to that. Uh, we can quit looking to a president. I'm not being mean-spirited towards old Joe Biden here, but I don't think anybody in the church is going to, you know, hail him as the savior they did Donald Trump. And so now the church's false savior has been pulled out from under their feet and, Hopefully, God can use this to wake us up a little bit, cause us to repent of our idolatry of worshiping a president, and get back to worshiping the one and only true King of Kings, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. So those are my thoughts, and I really mean it sincerely. I hope President Biden does a great job, and um, that's what I hope. Yeah, we need him to. He does well. We need him (laughs) to. And I'm convinced that regardless of what Joe Biden does, regardless of what the government does, that my God is greater than it all. Yeah. And I happen to be in his hands. My life belongs to him. And all the demons of hell and all the governments of the world don't have more power than my God has to, and our God, 
to uh, accomplish his will and his purpose in our life. And so we're going to keep on trucking, keep yeah. loving people, keep preaching the gospel, keep trying to bring people to Jesus. That's what we're going to do. Yep, that's right. We sure are. Um, all right, let's move on to our question, which is um, the question concerning baptism today. And the question is, I was baptized when I was young, but I didn't really understand what I was doing. I have recently given my life to Christ, and I am confused on whether or not I should be baptized again. What yeah. You-, you know what? We we hear this one a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a good question, and I I don't know. Let me say this. I'm not going to be able to point you to a verse. You know, I'm not going to say turn to Acts chapter 12, verse 3, and here's your clear answer. And so really we've got to answer this question based upon biblical principles. Mm -hmm. I think that it's a good idea. Um, First of all, and probably most importantly, it's not as if your salvation is going to be invalid because you don't choose to get re-baptized. Um, obviously, if you choose not to get rebaptized, the reason behind that is because in your own heart and your own mind, you see your initial baptism as your public profession of faith and, and believe in what happened in that moment. Um, and so I, I don't know that you have to get rebaptized. That said, I recommend it. I think it's a good idea, and in a nutshell, the reason I think it's a good idea is because truly baptism is supposed to be a choice, um, not something you're coerced into, yeah. not something you're talked into, not something you do because it's what all the little kids are doing at church, not because your friends did it, not because, you know, and ultimately you need to understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people that got baptized maybe too young, too early, Maybe they made a profession of faith, you know, when they were a child, but didn't really even know what that profession of faith meant. Mm -hmm. Baptism, in its essence, is us declaring that the old me is dead. Yep. That my sins, that I'm guilty before God of, and that would send me to a devil's hell. My sins have been forgiven. Yeah. They were washed away. That I have a new nature. God has put his life in me through the Holy Spirit. And baptism is my declaration that these things have happened to me. Now, a lot of our listeners are going to say, when I was baptized, I wasn't making that declaration at all. I didn't comprehend that whatsoever. And I think it's for that reason that I encourage people, after truly being saved, understanding what they have done, and truly experiencing new life, that there might be some wisdom in being rebaptized so that you personally can consciously make that public declaration in front of everybody. Yeah. Now your salvation's not doesn't hinge upon it. We should be baptized if we're saved. Um, we should want to be baptized if we're truly saved. But you know, the thief on the cross wasn't able to get baptized and Jesus told him, You're gonna be with me today in heaven. Baptism biblically happened after a person was saved. Um, but there was this connection, like you want to be saved, part of it's yeah. repent, right? You got to believe and <laughs> repent, then be baptized. And so it's very important. Jesus himself was baptized, and it's a very important act in our faith. For me, it's important enough that I do think my counsel anyways would be, yeah, get rebaptized if you truly got saved and you haven't been baptized since. 
Yeah. Um, I'll just add to that really quickly because I was baptized when I was young. Um, I was baptized and I would say that at that point I was, I, I was young, but I was understanding more of who God was, but I never actually choose to follow him. It was just more of, I was understanding more of who he was. But when um, we ended up getting saved and I understood who Christ was and that he needed to be Lord of my life, um, I wanted to because I just felt like to me that was a huge representation of me letting go of everything that you know I had held on to in the past that wasn't for Christ. And I wanted to just share with the world that, you know, I, everything I was going to do now was going to be on the other, other side of that, just following the Lord. So, Amen to that. Yeah. We've baptized a couple of folks that were, you know, clearly saved for a long time and on fire for God, but had not been rebaptized and wanted to be eventually. Our mm-hmm. worship leader at our church, our head yeah. deacon at our church, both those guys, um, after a couple of years of hearing me teach on baptism and really wrapping their mind around what baptism is meant to be. Both those guys eventually said, you know what? We never actually did that. And we kind of feel like it was stolen from us, the ability to do it right. And so they were like, can we be rebaptized? And yeah. the answer was, of course, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, and for okay. me, it was really awesome because it gave me the opportunity to invite some friends, some family that had seen that old lifestyle I was living yes. um, that didn't necessarily want to just come to church, but they were willing to come s- support me in that decision. And so that was a great opportunity as well to um, just continue to be a light in their life as to what Christ was doing. So, yeah. We want to remind our listeners, you guys can submit your questions to us, not just questions. If you got topics that you would like us to to dive into on our podcast, you can submit your ideas, questions, comments simply at joplinandandrea.com. Just go there, hit the contact us, and let us know what you'd like us to talk about, and yep. we'll find a way to work it into the show if we can. That's right. Yeah. All right. So Andrea wants to talk today about heated seats. What are we talking about heated seats for well i love heated seats um my car has heated seats and i just think about it every time i get in the car this winter because it's like instant warmth and i just think they're amazing so i thought we should definitely talk about heated seats i think they get too hot seriously well sometimes they do but initially when you get in the car it is so cold that that heated seat is like heaven they're gonna see heated seats in heaven they are I don't think they will. Well, maybe we won't need them, but if we do, we're going to have them. Yeah. I can guarantee it. <laughs> I don't think we're going to so, need them in heaven. I don't think it's going to be cold enough. We're going to need heated seats. Yeah. Well, they're like luxurious, and you could even buy like a heated warmth pad that you can buy and sit on your sofa if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Andrea's car does heated seats like in the, uh, it does both, like the area you're sitting on and then the upright back portion. Mm hmm. And honestly, I don't know about them. I think they're really hot and they're distracting. I don't like driving with them on. Ooh, but I do. She must. She must like them. Yeah. So shout out to heated seats. I shout just thought it was worth. Seats. I wonder if they're just topic. for girls. I wonder if there's any other guys out there that like heated seats. Because I have a friend who has a truck that has air conditioned seats. Now this is the truth. My guess, just a guess. I'll bet that his seats are also heated. But you know what? He's never mentioned it. Nope. I've driven in the car with this guy. That's because men are generally like just warmer by nature. And so you don't actually have to have heat. I am cold all the time. Yeah. And 
quite honestly, I kind of have this space the- heater I carry around also through the house. <laughs> it's true. She carries a heater around with her. Like, wherever she's sitting, she unplugs it and brings it around. I I cannot comprehend uh-huh. yeah. this. It's actually folks. in here right now. Yeah. Yep. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's a, it's a unique situation because I think our house temperature is fine. And I do like it a little bit cooler, but not cold. Uh-huh. She likes it warm. Like Andrea would like it about 78 degrees in the house at all times. That's her favorite temperature. We'll settle for 72. Mm, she wants 72 plus your personal heater. No. Yes, trust me. I know this thing. It'll be 72 in here and the rest of us are hot and Andrea still has her heater. Well, I don't know. She's in shout denial. Out, shout out to portable heaters. Shout out to portable heaters Heater and heated seats. That's right. Yeah. Probably one of these days you're going to make an invention where you can have a heated seat in your house and then Andrea is going to want us to um, make some push to get her a heated seat in the house. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know about it. So anyways, for now, you can go sit in your car. Yeah. And sit in your heated seat in your car. Yeah. So... Shout out to heated seats. Shout out to heated seats. Next topic. Eating with lizards. Eating with lizards. Okay. <laughs> I know what this is about because <laughs> I've done it a handful of times. Well. But how did you come up with eating with lizards today? Okay. So we leave Saturday to go to Honduras. And I was just thinking, we haven't been. Our, can- our trips have been canceled like twice. And um so we're really pumped about this and i was just thinking of all the little unique things and how excited i was and i was thinking to myself you know what i'm even excited to eat with lizards and what i mean by that is that literally in the restaurants that we eat there are lizards crawling all over the wall and they're in our hotel room this is and, true um they're just all over the place but you know what i'm excited to eat with them i think they're geckos you know they're like anywhere from three to six inches long they're pretty small yeah and they're amazing they're like magnets they can just run on the ceiling i don't understand how (laughs) gravity doesn't pull them off Uh but it's like gravity does not apply to these little creatures yeah and in the restaurant or restaurants it really doesn't matter where you go in the shower yep showers Mm -hmm. everywhere they're just they're just around you know they're just hanging out yeah but it is a little different, you know. Um, first of all, our restaurants that we eat at are great. Mm-hmm. We like them. Don't get the wrong um, picture in your mind, because we would love some of you all to go with us to Honduras. Actually, it is the most incredible view that you will ever eat at in a restaurant. Yes, it, it, it is. is wide open, but it just—it's it, beautiful. You can get a view of well, the entire we eat most city. Of the time. Mm-hmm. It's just a hotel restaurant, but it's up on a, a, a hill, so you can oversee the city. Yeah, and you know what? The view really does like it balances out lizards running around. Plus, they have animals in there that run through there. Like there's a dog, a, a couple cat. of cats. And, you know, like while you're eating, the cat's going between your feet. And, um, in fact, they had to change the passcode of the Wi-Fi to don't feed the dog. Yep. Because that's the Wi-Fi passcode. The dog was eating too much and he was very overweight. And so the owner had to put him on a diet. Yeah. And now in order to get into their Wi-Fi, when you log in, when you check into their hotel, 
is don't feed the dog so that everybody remembers that constantly do not feed the dog but it's a very different experience i yeah. mean you're sitting it's there awesome i'm excited going about around it. uh eating with lizards cats dogs yes but i'm telling you something the food is good yeah it's very good and honestly it just makes me feel like sometimes when i go to places like that and we were eating with lizards and cats and dogs you know all within arm's length that maybe some of the rules we have here in America are over the are top. Are just a little much. A little much. Yeah. You know? It's like it actually makes the experience more fun. Yeah. And listen, this is one of the reasons you all need to come with us and experience one of our Absolutely. missions. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can't go anywhere here in America and eat with lizards on the wall and no. dogs running around and cats. No. You can't do that. Yeah. But Actually, it's a luxury because we've went on mission trips before where we cooked ourselves every single meal. And it was like peanut butter and jelly or you yeah. know something to it's that true. nature that you could figure out how I mean, to if make andrea is cooking every single meal it is peanut butter and jelly no. folks no is that what you meant no. or spaghetti right no. like you mix them up peanut butter and jelly this day spaghetti the next and then switch it back around peanut butter and jelly spaghetti i am actually thinking about that I, this is going to switch topics but do you know last week we ate at home more than we ate out which was kind of unusual for us we were talking about you know just how much money we spend eating out even though we try to do it smart well um the last week the amount of dishes and the amount of like just mess was so overwhelming that i don't know i finally told joplin i think there's a lot of value in actually eating out because i might have just went to taco bell and spent four more dollars than i would have at the grocery store but i didn't have to clean up i didn't have to do the dishes i didn't have to unload the dishwasher and so this is true folks this is true the problem there you know it is a difficult situation the problem is let's just say we cook all of our stuff here at the house first of all our family's a family of six three of them are teenagers and half the time we have friends yeah rarely are we just feeding our six and so it's a lot of work cook that much food and it's a lot of dishes and a lot of forks and a lot of spoons and a lot of cups and um it is a lot of work yeah it really is the bad thing and it's honestly we save a little bit of money but not as much as you would think yeah if you're buying stuff like she said taco bell here's the problem with taco bell mcdonald's which we don't do mcdonald's very often but here's the problem with fast food it's just not very healthy yeah. And so if you're going to eat healthy and you're going to eat out food that's healthy, man, it's just too stinking expensive. Yep. You know, I mean, we're talking it's crazy. You're talking $8 a person almost unless you're going to fast food. Yeah. And so it's just such a conflict. It shouldn't be so expensive, but it is. And man, I we were I just said this to her. I said, "You know what? At least we have kids in the house and one yeah. of these days we're going to come to a time in our life where we don't have a bunch of dishes to do and we don't have a bunch of people to feed and we're going to miss it a little bit. Yeah, and mind you, I really wasn't complaining. I was just making a statement that yeah, and I was just, is yeah, a so lot She was of not complaining, with... and I was just trying to give her a pep talk so that she would do yeah. the, continue to do the dishes. Yeah, he wants me to keep cooking. So yes. shout hey. out for that little plug he just gave. All right, so guys, next week, we no promises other than we're going to give it a go. Yes, we, we are. are going to give it a go to broadcast next week's podcast from Honduras. Yes. So we're bringing some of our equipment so that we can record, hopefully, at the church that we work with in Kayla Koske. 
uh, if not possibly um, at the very restaurant that we're talking about here yes. we might even be able to show you the cats dogs lizards yes but uh, we are hopeful to be coming at you next week on Friday from Honduras yes we are very hopeful so all right are we done today I think we're done we hope you have a great weekend guys have a great Friday God bless you all and we'll see you next week <laughs>